2: Footballistically
1: Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. That is
0: Josh Landy.
1: Sidekick, sidekick Josh.
0: I'm here. You're looking supreme as ever. Branded yeah, up. Thank you, of course. Yeah. I haven't seen that one before.
1: Um, yeah, it's just fairly recent this
0: season. You have new Supreme gear every week. Fact, there's a new drop. Is that what there's they call it in every the week.
1: Yeah, there's a new drop, new drop. Yeah, so most of the weeks I get something new, yeah. That is, that is true. We're joined by Stalwart. Uh, footballistically, Arsenal regular Alan Algar. How
2: Welcome are you doing, back?
1: Boy? Good. You? Yeah, great to be here. Excellent. And newbie, very exciting newbie, actor, no less, Nadim
2: the Thank you for having me.
1: Thanks for coming. Who you also? You have a so you have two separate Twitter accounts: one for your yes. acting thespian work, and one for dedicated to your Arsenal fandom, which I believe is North Bank Nadine. That's correct, at North Bank Nadine. Yeah. Just because you're new to the to the book. fill us in on where do you season ticket holder
2: I am yes where do you sit on the North, North Bank, Bank obviously work that out North Bank, uh, behind the corner flag because that's the cheapest one and
0: oh okay it's uh, boys can't I, I relate to that I can I'm down in the cheap seats boys up in clubland can't relate
1: to down in the cheap seats did seat. in the North Bank for years long, growing long up before as a I was nipper. going you're right <laughs> yeah okay
2: um I'm now in club level yeah, it's very nice I've been there once or twice for the uh yeah. like the league cup and stuff with, yeah with some mates it's it is great I have to say yeah. it's like flying business class isn't it it's amazing when you're doing it it is and a bit like it. hard it. to go back once, to to go to back. Go well, once you've, you've been it's not like exactly. the upper
1: class of, so if it is like more like premium economy okay and then you've got upper of of the of the boxes and all that that's right stuff yeah that's yeah. a good yeah. analogy it's premium good economy yeah, yeah. Um, and um, I think it's fair to say... I was looking at your Arsenal-based Twitter feed. And it's fair to say you've, you're very much staunch Arsene Wenger in that. When, when back in the day... Back in the when day. When everything was defined by it, pro or anti, yeah. you, were, you were staunch pro. Right?
2: Yeah, I yeah. was. And do you know what? I think, I, looking back on it now, I just got into a bit of a, uh, a cycle of just wanting to defend everything to do with the club because I just got so riled by <laughs> the, na- the nationwide... Mocking of Arsenal and I just sort of, I just became a permanently glass half full fan. I just, I just, I I just think that if you look back on it now, of course it was time for change. And I, and I said two years before, before he went, I said, you know, yes, I think we need a new manager, but he's here. So I'm not going to be down on my club about it because at his very worst, we were still playing European football and winning trophies at Wembley, and that's what I remember in 20 years' time. And sure. yeah, I mean, that, don't get I me—I mean, could yeah. talk to you for an hour about uh, yeah, the course. flaws as yeah. well, but yeah. I enough. don't think it was ever as bad as people made out. Okay,
1: okay. Uh,
2: we won't get into that now
1: because we've got—we're in a new world of. Ex- and now that we've drawn at Liverpool, one <laughs> all. I mean, obviously we're going to win the league, and everything's going to be brilliant, <laughs> and um, or maybe we'll get to in the top four. Alan, were you there on the in, uh, against? Liverpool? Yeah, I was there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I th- it was a I, first of all, it was a, i thought it was a brilliant game yeah. and sometimes when you're there and you think is this game as really as good as I think it is? And then you can, I, can, I went back and watched it on my BT Sport recording, and then they were going on about how brilliant a game it was. So I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, it was a really good game, very, very exciting, um, and kind of brilliant to come back from one nil down, etc." Et so, how, what was your what was your impression of the whole thing?
3: Yeah, I thought that I thought it was a really good game, and and again, you do, yeah, you sometimes have to check because sometimes it could be because the atmosphere, which was obviously mm. fantastic from from yeah. minute one. And then you sometimes have to check, really, was it such a good game? But I also thought we totally outplayed Liverpool in in passages and um, tweeted as such and said that, you know, I thought that they were a bit lucky because, all right, you can debate VAR and, you know, decisions and things like that, but you don't know what's going to follow after that. I mean, if they'd have scored that goal much earlier, it meant that they'd have sat back for a longer period of the game than when they actually scored. So I don't think you can ever match up those kind of things. They might have been unlucky with one decision, but I thought overall we at least deserved a point and they were probably lucky to to leave with one. Mm. Um, But, you know, I got told I was completely wrong, mainly by Liverpool fans. It's amazing really how many people abuse you when you're positive about your team <laughs> yeah absolutely it's yeah. more likely you're going to get a b- abuse for being positive about your team yeah. I mean, I'll just try and be honest either way yeah. but obviously Liverpool fans are not um, aren't they because I feel like oh, God dear. They're, they're more than interesting s- they're, s- they're, they're,
1: they're s- horrific literally <laughs> some of my best friends are Liverpool fans so I have to be careful um, and I do a fortnightly podcast with GQ Strike with a big Liverpool fan um, but I do feel like there's a there's a big I feel there's a big sense of superiority from Liverpool fans, which is you, can, you know from, based on the history and I mean they do play brilliant football now, or at least kind well, of. I don't they think were, they did the other well,
3: well. I was going to say I don't think they didn't against I, us. I and, actually expected to see something that I didn't see. Yeah, that's true. Um, and there was well, a Liverpool fan sitting behind me um, yeah. who cheered the goal and, and got away with that in a, in a mass area of the, yeah. of the um, upper west, which I, I find bizarre, but. I, I then got to talking to him towards the end Yeah, I said well I expected more and he said we haven't played well for, for right. quite a long time." this while. is the truth of it I think yeah. that
1: they, 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 they've, they've had this incredible um, unbeaten run talk about them for a minute but actually they haven't been firing on all cylinders yeah. and their front three particularly has, has been disappointing I think I mean they've scored you know a fair number of goals but, but I, I thought they weren't that grey against us on Saturday. And, in, in, and at some points, you thought, I felt they were playing for a draw. I don't, you watched it. You weren't there, but you watched it live. I couldn't live. agree anymore. And yeah. I,
2: think, I think if you, you know, we've been talking a lot about Arsenal's run recently, about the length of it and, and how, how exciting it's been. And I know Liverpool have done very well in the Premier, Premier League, but they did lose in the Champions League. They lost in the League Cup to Chelsea. And it hasn't been the flowing football of last season, mm. certainly from, from what I've seen. And I, I just think, the most impressive thing about our performance on Saturday was how average we made the famous front three look. I mean, there's our defence, which is much maligned. And you've got Kolasinac back from an injury. You've got Mustafi, who's just a bit of a cowboy, isn't he? I mean, I, I love him sometimes. Um, but, you know, it's far from our first choice back four. And they all did their jobs brilliantly. And largely down to um, Xhaka and Torreira, who I thought were class mm. um, that gives, that gives everything more stability. But we, we found a way to make a team that's been three years in the making, we found a way to nullify them for most of the game. And we've only been with Emery for three months. So I, I just, yeah. I loved it. I yeah, absolutely yeah. loved it.
1: It was weird, wasn't it, uh, Josh? Because um, like lots of players, like Xhaka had an incredible game
3: we it, you know
1: but he has been suddenly so already suddenly everyone's saying oh I've always thought he was brilliant <laughs> you know he could do <laughs> no wrong and... I only
3: know one person that was <laughs> always saying he was brilliant for minute one who's that uh, it's a, a go oh, on twitter, twitter at was right. the gooner
1: yeah but um, I saw someone today has. I saw a prominent tweet today who I've already forgotten who it was saying um you know, are people, suddenly people, you know, realizing how good Jucker is and they just didn't realize it before. And I was like, well, no, I don't think he has been that great. <laughs> I think I was watching him with my eyes yeah. since he but joined there has Arsenal. There to be
0: something in that, even, you know, not to get it back to Arsene Wenger, but every single game last year, he, he was picked. There was, there oh, was course, something yeah. in there that, yeah. that he was more or less undroppable. And, and that's continued under a new manager who hasn't really been scared to, you know, drop players or leave mm. them on the bench or, you know, not go with it. So there's obviously something there that maybe mm. you know the Arsenal fans didn't really see, and it's, it's been rewarded. And it's kind of fortunate, isn't it? Because obviously Gwendausy ended up being suspended. Mm. Kalasnyak got back, sort of rushed just just back in time. Otherwise, it you know it might have been forced into not seeing Xhaka in his, his regular position. But it it worked out brilliantly. I agree completely with the team. I thought that the two centre midfield pairing was what. You know, dictated that we were, you know, entirely competitive in the game. I thought the draw was completely fair. You know, you came away thinking they've had great chances. I mean, I saw Dermot Gallagher today on Sky also saying he felt they should have had a penalty when Van Dyke went up for the header, um, and it ended up hitting the post. Said Leno was was that late coming in and sort of you know took, yeah. took him out. Um, and I think when you put that together, the fact they had a legitimate goal chalked off, you know, it, it's a point. But it's just so yeah. encouraging because I was sitting there with ten minutes to go, going. We've been here before, you know, we've but looked we, we played promising, the better football, we definitely
3: but, played the better football. Yeah, we were, it was so encouraging, and it keeps the unbeaten run going, and that's something to hang on to as well. Just, just going back to Xhaka quickly, Yeah, I think, it's some, I think he's summed up by the fact that three or four times a game, he does something that people in the stadium that like to shout at our players and shout abuse, he will do that three or four times a game. But the 30, 40 times he does something really simple that actually really helps our play... Mm. Those guys don't see that. So when he has a free kick to take, and he just has that complete, you know, brain melt and just, you know, kicks it off the pitch or completely misses the player he was going for, that's the chance for them to start shouting abuse. But they're not marrying that up with all the other stuff he does during a game. So I think I think there might have even been people that left the Emirates the other night saying, that, "Oh, I don't think he was too good," but. Um, you may get against Liverpool. Either? Yeah, yeah. I, but just, I still think still think yeah. some people may have come away from that game, but I'm not. Maybe. I'm not one of those that that was praising him and saying people were missing things, and also wasn't going overboard <laughs> either. But, but he, uh, I thought he's his stats, somewhere in
1: between. His, his stats right.
2: against
3: Liverpool were fantastic, fantastic, yeah. and they were better than they normally are, weren't they? He's not. His
1: stats haven't been. You know, I mean, I haven't checked week in, I week. I think out. you're right.
2: I think over the season as a whole, his stats have been pretty similar to last year. But I think an interesting thing with Xhaka is part of it is down to a misinterpretation of what he was brought in to do. I think that there was this, for whatever reason, because I have to admit I didn't know much about him before he joined us, there was this huge decision made. Oh, we've brought this defensive midfielder, this unit from München Gladbach, who's going to come in and sort out all of our defensive midfield problems. But he was never that player. He was just a passer of the ball. And And, and I think what's happened now, finally, there's someone next to him who yeah. enables him to just get on with that doing the defensive work so it's almost like it's a compliment in a way that we don't notice him mm. too much because he's just yeah. passing the ball and keeping the ball for us is he it... the
3: Petit of the petit Vieira thing <laughs> yeah, where Vieira was making like I hope I hope they suddenly become yeah. that but... oh, it's,
1: I mean was yeah. like
3: yeah the point side is the Vieira
1: yeah. yeah and let's uh, hope so and yeah both of them are capable of, of brilliant tackling though as well T- mm. is like he, I mean he, he is a little terrier running around mm. getting the ball. The amount of times he got one, got the ball back off mm. one of their players yeah. in the most... Brilliant! Why I thought it was absolutely fantastic, and Jaka had that brilliant tackle, didn't he? Um, in the penalty area against yeah, Salah, Salah, yeah. Salah yeah. which yeah. was like greeted with as if he like won the league. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when you, you you know you rewind
0: even just till last Sunday, and he's given away a penalty at Crystal Palace, and you go in there, and yeah. you get it oh wrong. My God, it's hundred yeah. percent penalty, yeah. and the whole atmosphere would have gone, and yeah. Yeah. sucked the life out of him. So yeah, it was an amazing challenge, and, he, and he, even Torreira had a you know wonderful opportunity to score, where he sort of you know all opened up in yeah. front of yeah. him, just, yeah. and yeah. you oh. thought if he, he hits either side of the keeper from where. He is. You're gonna. But I feel go. like that was unusual. That the, the it was from Jaka. It almost went. They'd rather let him have the shot and sort of worry about the other players around him. And that's why it opened up. Oh, I, I met. Sorry, going back to
1: that as well. But I thought it was unusual that Jaka was so incredible. Like I mean, I, I mm. thought he was like potentially um, Terrell was a fisherman match. Yeah. But jucker was up there, and both of them ran that midfield. It's almost like Liverpool kind of just ignored the midfield at mm. various yeah. points and yeah. were playing quite long, weren't they? It was an but, interesting But it, it wasn't like that's not happening and it has not been happening week in, week out. And in fact, of course, you see, now, now that we played so brilliantly, including the first half against Liverpool, people seem to forgetting that actually we've been poor, haven't we, in every first half pretty much of the season, even in the games where we won... Well, I had a question, question
0: for Al, because you know, to, to go 10 Premier League games without leading at half-time, yeah. I assume that's the first time in Premier League history Arsenal have done that i mean I, I haven't gone and checked it i thought maybe you you I don't
3: had. have that stat but
0: <laughs> you'd have thought so
3: in premier league history i mean okay maybe statistically unusual those early i think it was 93 94 95 was pretty poor wasn't it but even then we were scoring enough goals that maybe just to get enough. yeah front. i can't because i can't say like, we'd have ever got to 10 i thought you're going to say would it change the half-time full-time odds it wouldn't at all because they're all derived from the the match odds
0: Right, so even going forward, you know, would you be laying? You wouldn't be looking to lay Arsenal leading at half time as we go forward.
3: Well, that's the interesting thing because that is one thing where you can take advantage of bookmakers' odds because everything is derived from the full time price. So the half time price won't change even if we went twenty games without leading at half time to back the other team or the draw. The half time draw just wouldn't change at all because it's all derived from will Arsenal win the match. So not about that's that's where some interesting sort of gains can be made in uh, in betting. Hmm, that is interesting, but 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 the point but the point of the day is that, w- that our first performances fortunes have been
1: it has taken us an incredibly mm. long time, yeah. almost every single game, to get our act together. But and yet on Saturday against Liverpool, right from the start, we looked. I thought we looked an incredible unit, like it was really working yeah. as a unit for the yeah. first time. Well, that
0: first fifty minutes, I think, it were three, four, you know, okay opportunities yeah. to score a goal. But also and... the
1: shape, isn't it? On one of the, um, yeah. did you what I think it was on either BT Sport or Day, one of them was pointing out how. They kept the shape, and incre- like they would, they, they all came back. We, when Liverpool had broke, we reverted back to our shape, and it was incredible yeah, discipline right. that we had, which would have not, but has not been present, and it was for years.
2: It was there in the in the last few minutes as well, and, and right. connect, connecting that point to the Xhaka point with the tackle on Salah. I I also noticed Mikatarian. Did one yeah. on Manet. Yeah, he got, was, He was one of our first it. players back. Yeah, yeah. and Manet is obviously so mm. quick, and that was the moment I was going, "Oh no, here we go!" This is yeah. it? Because yeah. that, that's where we've been before, right? Right yeah, yeah. well, to
3: double check who the player was that was tracking him, yeah. and then realised it was. And yeah, it was Mr. just Tiro. that,
2: as soon as we lost the ball, mm. all game, there was someone getting back into the right place, mm. Mm. whoever it was, and and it was it was terrific to see. And I think that's what you know. That's what I find the most exciting thing about this season is. It's just it sounds daft because we've been blessed over the years with some some great great teams and great performances but just to to be watching a team again confident in their jobs and the, and the responsibilities they have and i think maybe that is that will give us the confidence now to start playing well in the first half because yeah. because yeah, the personnel change from game yeah. to game don't they mm. and and he's playing strong teams in the cups so on a on a weekly basis you've got two or three different elevens and maybe now they'll all start to just have the confidence in the system rather than who's next to them, yeah. and and that might make I mean, it more fluid.
1: Absolutely. And I thought the boldness of the, the boldness of the team selection was was fantastic. This I've been you know going on for weeks about how he, he should pick Lacazette or Aubameyang automatically, and Özil, and, uh, so and then he even picked Mkhitaryan. Well, it was the first
0: time Mkhitaryan, Özil, right. and Lacazette had all been picked as a four. Yeah,
1: mm. yeah, and it kind of worked. In fact, I guess well, if you were being harsh, who was substitute, wasn't he? Was
3: didn't have an amazing game, but still. But I think did up his to job, that point, I think yeah. Lacazette had had an even quieter game yeah, than Bamian. Really I was actually I thinking, oh, has, has he made the right decision yeah, there? And obviously, weird. Lacazette scores, so what do I know? But I probably would have had Ramsey instead of Mkhitaryan. Yeah, or yeah, a lot of people saying in, like, in his unfavoured yeah. position. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. and Awobi, yeah, big case for Awobi. He's, yeah. he's been great, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah. He's been, yeah.
0: he's been brilliant. He? Leno sort of made some comments after the game so supporting what you just said there, Boyd, about sort of tactic, tactical improvements. He that said the defence is getting better. We don't always run up front and nobody at the back. Tactically, it's one step better what you than mean. at the beginning of a <laughs> season because it needs time and it also needs time now in the next few weeks. If we work like this and play like this, we could have a great season. I think that's the point we've almost been trying to make on the podcast in the last few weeks. I think Arsenal were probably fortunate to go on the unbeaten run that they've been on and, you know, mm. just get victories. But the argument must be, under a new manager, if ever there is going to be a time where it's a little bit shaky, it's going to be that first sort of three, four months. And it's encouraging to sort of see the players even say themselves, they feel more confident in the system that they're getting better. Because if we manage to avoid defeat for... You know, what is it? Fourteen games now.
2: Yeah, yeah 14, fourteen. Yeah, I mean, a lot then, of people. You know, yeah. what's
0: going to happen when they feel incredibly confident with the system and that is a, probably a more settled team. Despite the fact that we're not ever quite sure what the you know eleven is, it probably will be because Cashel will be back soon. Monreal is going to be back, and it will be a more settled team.
3: Even, even the, the fiercest Wenger critics aren't right to say the immediate change in that twelve-game winning run was was Emery. It wasn't at all because, obviously, as you just said, there they were all learning on the job. It's just that. Luckily, that progressed along with getting some lucky results as well. Mm. So now you're seeing that against Liverpool. My only fear is that that first half against Liverpool had to be like that because of the quality of the opposition. I know I said they didn't play well, but I just mean the perceived quality of the opposition. So therefore, when we go back to being strong favourites for a game, which will be this weekend, uh, Sunday at home against Wolves, we do need. To, I don't think we'll have the impetus to start like that because Wolves won't be on us immediately and playing sort of three, you know, world class players up front. So it's going to be a totally different game. And what we want to see and what we've been saying for years and years is that adaptation to each kind of uh, opposition that we play. I think that's a really but you good can't point. Criticise it, yeah. Because
2: I was um, I was talking to someone yesterday uh about. What you just described—the perceived change mm. under Emery—and there's there's been, you know, he was saying, "Oh, at last, you know, it's um, flat, we're flat track bullies, and we're beating everyone we should be beating," and there's that really mm. weird uh, perception that you then suddenly have to beat the rivals, and it's all on those games. Mm. But I remember t- it was only two seasons ago we, we, when we first dropped out the Champions League by one point. That was the season we didn't we didn't miss out on the Champions League because. We lost to the rivals. We, we that was the season. We lost three nil at Palace, three one at West Brom, nil mm. nil against Stoke, and and it was. So what I've what I've really enjoyed is, is us finding a way, even when playing badly, to get those lucky in inverted commas yeah. wins against the smaller clubs, and 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 they've given us the confidence, I think, to start the game like we did on on Saturday, mm. because all it takes is a slip up against a, lo- a lower side um, like United have had this season, and you see that. The criticism and, and the the morale yeah. and and that's what we 've been so lucky to avoid that with a new manager and to not have all this same old arsenal uh labeled on us, so it will be really interesting to see how now we 've got this one out of the way, the big side what what, what do we do yeah. as Alan said against wolves how how much do we go for them or just like, do that old sure. school thing of yeah. being patient yeah
1: I think patience is like the new I feel like that's the new thing that he's instilled in them like, and just men- and funny enough mental strength, which was the thing that you know. Uh, Arsenal went on about every single week, week in, week out, which we never had. We haven't had it for like 10 years. I feel now we've got it like mm. properly, you know, so when we went down, when we went, we go one or down against Liverpool and I was, I was thinking, oh, you know, we would probably come back from this yeah. because no collapse, no collapse. Yeah. And just, and just, but also the way that there's an incredible intrinsic, Confidence about, I feel, or exuding kind of positivity and patience. So when there was a there was a moment, there was a period in the game. I think it was in the towards the end of the first half where we had a, we had the ball for about like eight, seven eight minutes. We didn't give the ball away, and nothing happened. We didn't, we didn't get anywhere either. But I felt like. That didn't mean no one got frustrated with it, and you know, and everyone was kind of like, "Oh, we'll just try this again." There's almost like I feel like I am understanding his Unai Emery's philosophy, which seems to be: don't worry about it if you if you cock up, or don't worry if you if it doesn't work, if one thing doesn't work, just keep going on and on and on, kind of keep doing the same, trying the same thing, keeping the
0: ball, and something will happen eventually, and it kind of is working. And it works because the environment now at the Emirates is that much more positive. That yeah. You know, I do feel there's a moment where, like, you know, let's use Iwobi as an example of someone who's spoken about how he feels more confident and being encouraged to keep going. A year ago, if Iwobi had, you know, gone down and lost the ball, or there'd be that groaning from the crowd, whereas now there isn't. That's gone. So that has to provide a better environment for the players. Even if they do go a goal down like it did against Liverpool, it isn't the the expected groan it's the the actual the immediate roar to try and get back in the game and, and sort of will the team on and, and yeah, yeah it's a pleasure to go yeah. to games again in that respect
1: yeah the atmosphere was incredible wasn't it because it was like because it, it was like it was like a ne- week, midweek night time game because it was already dark and so floodlights on it was just but
0: everyone just felt incredibly excited about playing liverpool and just it's also always a good game. I mean, Alan's probably got more of the stats than I do, but you know, the number of goals in yeah. Arsenal Liverpool games has been exceptionally high. So there's an expectation for you know, two teams that are going to you know, provide a good fare or whatever the expression should be. And, and so it proved it, it was a great game and the, you know, the, the cliche you know, great advert for the Premier League. It was.
3: Did I just you'd, think. You'd
0: been at West Ham just before? Yeah, I went to two games that day. Game. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I
3: missed, I missed four goals at West Ham from trying to get to the Emirates on time which um, yes I missed the best part of that game Uh, I was just going to say I'm not so sure about that toxic atmosphere thing and the excuse for the players I I, I think last year we played against Liverpool at home and and it was as good an atmosphere I think it was just before Christmas wasn't it 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 was was a Wednesday night or something like that but it was it was still um, you know a late game where you know um, I think the kids were off school so everyone was sort of there uh, and Capacity crowd, and I think I think we still got behind the team in that, in that game as well. I'm not so sure that there was that much criticism in the players. Although I think I said to Xhaka "Don't shoot," and he did, and then we <laughs> yeah,
2: equalised. <flew> so. <laughs> yeah. That was the uh, that was the uh, the amazing Özil bouncing into the <laughs> yes. ground. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But absolutely. I mean, but, but I mean, isn't that amazing? Like, you think that was just was that just after he signed his new deal, just I before? Think so, yeah. So yeah. That, that was like, What a funny year he's had. That yeah. He was that at that time. It was a, he has to stay. We need him. We can't be without him. Then he had his awful summer, and then now over the last few weeks, we're starting to see, mm. see him go get back into the swing of things.
3: Talking okay. of funny years, <laughs> what have we done for the first time in absolutely ages in the last Ooh. couple of weeks? In the last couple of weeks, yeah. Interesting.
2: Uh, um. Have we won all our? You know, I was gonna say start. BVP. So our
3: last Premier League draw prior oh, to yeah. Palace we haven't drawn for and Liverpool. First draw for, yeah. Yeah. First draws for well, ten... since the 3rd of January. So yeah. it was only three wow. days into the year that we had a Premier League draw. <laughs> that's, yeah. it brilliant. And then after that, Palace. we've ended up with two uh, in October and November. And all the, all the months in between. Oh, yeah. No draws. No, no that, Premier good League stat. draws. No it's, good.
1: no, it's amazing. We'll talk more about that incredible stat. Well, maybe not after this break. <laughs> Footballistically, Arsenal is lubricated by Watanis Perleil. is Perleil. The footballistically Arsenal beer of the month. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Oh, I did want to mention talk about you mentioned Özil because he, he was I I was annoyed with him. I mean I, I often, people often, often accuse of me being unfair to Özil, but I was after he, he had that brilliant game two weeks ago. Then I thought he was incredibly mediocre last week, but yeah. then he was kind of in between this against Liverpool I think he was perfectly decent and had some really unlovely little touches, didn't he? But I thought that was promising in fact that he, you know, he kind of I wonder whether and I wonder then I thought, well, even though Liverpool kind of were pressing, they weren't pressing as hard as hard as they sometimes do, were no. they, against us? Not as hard as we were. And not it as hard as we now. were, right. So I almost felt like he had he kind of had more space than you'd think normally. When he's got space, he kind of he, he will come up with the goods, won't he? But it's like when as soon as he's being pressed consistently by someone, I almost feel
3: like he doesn't give up. But I just feel like he doesn't seem to have necessarily a way out of that. Yeah, I think good. the other players helped him. Yeah, I, that's I think true. I think there was a lot of help. There was a lot of the time. I mean, if it, I, I've watched the goal a few times, mm. and we have the ball for ninety six seconds, but a lot of those are backwards passes. Yeah. to restart and. Everyone wanted the ball during that passage of play. There's actually a passage on about twenty, thirty seconds where there's three headers in midfield where they go bounce, 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 and then get it back. And all right, the goal against Fulham was a lucky header that, that Ramsey played, but it's just it's almost like those little things are going for us. Yeah, just I know what you mean the ball yeah. sticking to us, and yeah. The, yeah. maybe that's confidence as well. I don't know, but I that think... was such a good passage of play, and there wasn't a press to be seen from from Liverpool because we had it in three in. in Every third of the pitch, we had a decent passage of play where we just didn't get pressed at all. So, um, and then obviously, the, the, the only person who presses for Liverpool in the whole thing is the keeper, Alisson. He comes out yeah. and sort of obviously presses the shot, yeah. and that's how we score the goal. Well, so I, that mate, I
1: thought there was almost like a kind of, again, like an arrogance about Liverpool. They, they, they were like, that, again, that period that I was mentioning where we, where we did the similar thing, yeah. We're passing it back was around for about eight nine, ten minutes, and they'll just be like, what? let them do it, what they're doing, they're not going to hurt us. And I've almost felt like, maybe from Van Dijk or someone, who is, was incredible. Mm. Yeah, like, I think it's... if, he, he is absolutely unbelievable. And mm. like, always popping up and stopping last minute chances. But I think that like, he is, is, he's is he got them sitting there going, well, you know, you can try and get past us, but you That's won't. It.
2: And even uh, on match of the day, they even showed a graphic of, there was a period in the second half where Liverpool had 11 men in their own half and within the width of the eighteen-yard box, yeah. and they were using that to demonstrate Emery's communicating with the with the fullbacks to use the width. Mm. And I think in going back to what Alan was saying about the build-up to the goal and all those passes, it was almost like that arrogant sort of like, "Come on, then, try yeah. it." Yeah. And I think that there's nothing. That, I'm quite happy to watch that because yeah, it, yeah it, absolutely, it, yeah. it works more often than not, and especially in the second halves this season, it's, it's working. Mm. And and I think that Özil. In those sort of situations where teams sit back against us, which, let's face it, happens more often than not, he is limited, but that's okay if everyone else is mucking in. Mm. Whereas I feel like in the past few seasons, there's been this, give it to Ozil, give it to Ozil, yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll create yeah. something. And if you, the minute you're, you, you're well, like... Or Sanchez. Or well, Sanchez, Sanchez, Sanchez yeah. yeah. The minute yeah, you're relying yeah. on, on that, I think it's just unhealthy mm. for everybody.
1: What do we think about the, the Leno, the goal? Leno's, you know, palming it out. Into the into well, I dangerous area. It's in, areas.
0: It's, a, it's interesting that he you know check was not dropped. He had to get injured to be pulled out of the team. And you think, well, Leno has to play fantastically to keep his shirt. I think he played quite well, but now you'd feel he has to make a big error to be pulled out of the team like at what point and I mean it's an mm. error but I don't think it's a huge error that and also it's a little bit unlucky because I think if it doesn't flick onto holding yeah it then wouldn't fall into the path That's of Milner right. and you sort yeah. of forget about
1: it yeah which you so, did not
0: see necessarily with a naked eye unless you yeah.
1: looked like a really
0: big Leno how- yeah it looks like he pushed it right into the middle yeah. of the goal actually it would have gone slightly more away yeah and it wouldn't have happened to go to Liverpool but it's it's not a great piece of it's not a great piece of goalkeeping. Oh, still and in also danger more area. Still where, in the danger. More yeah. where he's come out and done what he's done to Van Dyke. I think on. is a, is a is a poor yeah, that's a Bigger worry. Yeah, that was a big worry. Yeah. He I is. Quite I mean, I rash. personally I feel... wanted check to keep the shirt, so I'm I'm probably oh, in did... the minority there. Yeah, but... you're in the minority. Um... I feel,
1: I want Leno to stay being picked to be the first choice, definitely, because he's yeah. the future. He's he? the future. And why why right. must mess around? And but I do feel he's. I I think he's great. He's, he can definitely pass it out from the back brilliantly. Like he's got that down to a T. I almost feel like he's slightly cocky and slightly too bold sometimes, yeah. but both A, with his punching and his palming away. And it just generally seems very, very, I mean, it's great to be, to be um, you know, confident, but I feel it borders sometimes on arrogant and that the, the, the penalty that you probably should have conceded was all part of that as well.
2: I, um, I remember, so Leno's first start was the Brentford League Cup game. And I think it was, well, it was only a few days before Check had been playing in the league, and there was it was that afternoon where there was all that cheering every time Check got a pass right. I, yeah. I mean, I, I remember that. Yeah, and that and, was and really then annoying. we came back to the stadium three days later, and not not everyone would have seen this because the, the League Cup games aren't on the telly. But within about two minutes of the game starting, the ball came to Leno's feet, and he completely messed it up.
1: Oh right, yeah. And yeah. it
2: rolled out. It rolled behind him for a corner yeah. about a yard from the goal, and this guy this guy behind me said, "Can we all shut the f <laughs> up about Check now, please?" And I thought that was quite funny, like. <laughs> You know these keepers. There's so much pressure on them to yeah. get everything right now, and every little howler. I think we scrutinize a bit too much, and we don't we don't give the credit as much as we as we um, criticize them. But I think you're absolutely right that Leno now he's in there, and he is the future. He's he could be here for five, six, seven eight years yeah. more. Yeah. And and let's let's get behind him and give him a chance to that's his first big test. And mm. I think he did, overall did really well. Uh, what was your feeling about Leno?
3: Yeah, I like him. I think. I think we do have to use a younger younger player in that mm-hmm. position. I think the game's moved on and we'll watch him develop. And again, like we say about centre-backs, it's a position where you will learn on the job and you will make the odd error which people will highlight because it's it's that kind of position. And the other big positive was Rob Holding, I thought was, you know... Yeah, well, that, I think exciting. I used that line about Holding a couple of times, yeah, saying yeah. that, you know, if you're going to see him at his best, you're going to have to see him at his worst first yeah. to get over it. Because, um, you know, you go all the way back to Tony Adams. He, you know, he, he made big mistakes, oh, yeah, but course, it's what yeah. made him yeah. the player that he became.
0: Yeah. What, what do you do when Koscielny's back? Because, you know, is it just as simple as he plays with Mustafi? Or no, there's, there's rumours he's that... going.
3: There's rumours he's going in January. Who? I read, read rumours online Cushelny. saying he's going in January, yeah. Koscielny.
0: Yeah. yeah, I just saw those rumours. I didn't know if he had going much well. uh, credibility.
3: Oh. I read one piece saying that he's going to Aston Villa. I'm sure he's worth oh a bit God, more than that. Yeah. But, but it just goes to show that if that speculation's out there, it's probably been put out there by, um, by Arsenal maybe, and, and, and maybe they do want to see what, what kind of offers are out there for him. Because maybe it has moved on. Him. I mean you wouldn't really think we got we've got that many I was going to say to well, we? We, yeah, yeah, I mean, people was, were saying we were short you know at I the think, start I think so. there's a yeah. report
0: today saying Barcelona are, are targeting Koscielny so it's a bit of a drastic <laughs> <He can sit laughs> imagine that he's got bench. two opportunities yeah Barcelona. Yeah, got yeah. Villa or Barca, Birmingham or
2: Barcelona mm. I think it's be. um it's a really interesting question about what what, what we do when they're all fit because like they've been injured for so long some of our defenders you kind of forget that Mustafi and Holding and Socrates are not our like necessarily mm. our first choice, but i'd really I'd really like to see Socrates and um holding given a go yeah. when both are fully fit and and just to see what that's like and see what see if it works because Mustafi interestingly Mustafi appears to be a big game player, like the best times of best games he's ever played have been at Stamford bridge against against Liverpool, and he pockets he's quite good at pocketing. One individual, but then when he plays against uh, Palace or uh, dare, yeah. dare I say Wolves, you know, I don't know, he, he seems to get, get a bit lost. It's almost like he maybe he needs too focus much. of having, yeah, a, yeah he like you just said, a really target. good
3: player playing up against him from a from a, a team that are good and can do you damage. Where he's focused the whole game rather than
2: Spurs up. last season. That was it uh, when we won two 0 and he scored as well. Mm, yeah, he completely pocketed Kane mm. that, that day, and he, and he does well in that. He does well in those games, and then you just. Has a mistake in him every match that's yeah. seemingly less difficult.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, he wasn't so great against City in the in the cup finals, was he? He was. He was no, uh, no one was. <laughs> no, no <laughs> one was. To be fair, but he was particularly. <laughs> yeah, I true. thought Holding's probably, probably the highlight of the season. Yeah, Holding's one of them. Definitely Holding yeah, I mean, it wo-be, wo-be, yeah. In terms of improvement, yeah. that visible improvement. Yeah. yeah. Just to mention their goal, the, the offside goal. Was it? Was it? There was. A, did you? If you saw, I watched it back on BT Sport. Did you? Mm. you there was a brilliant bit where the goal was. Um, Ruled out, and there was like, and they were they both didn't. Neither the commentator, Steve Mannerman, was the was the expert. Yeah, they're very
2: impartial, Stephen yeah. Mannerman. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and they to be fair, he did give um, our player the man of the match. Though he could have given okay. it to Van Dyke in theory, and he didn't. So I thought it was interesting. But they um, they just didn't even remark upon it. They thought, well, yeah, that's disallowed. That's fine. Mm. And then and then there was some, literally there was silence for about two minutes. There was silence. I was thinking, is what was my sound gone on the TV? So, uh, and and then but and then they they grabbed the referee expert to, to point out to them that it shouldn't have been disallowed. It was a good goal because yeah.
3: I'm not a qualified referee. Yeah. I referee matches whenever I right. I can for our for our team. Yeah, because everyone mucks in. But I knew immediately that was a mistake. Yeah, I knew immediately it was a mistake. I even said like to my son sitting next to me. I said, "We've definitely got away with that. There, yeah. there's yeah. no way that's offside." I was level with it. Isn't, I mean, they got the rule completely yeah. wrong. Yeah. That's the most, that's the yeah. weirdest thing about it. Well, it's not clear.
0: Does he think he's interfering? Is that why the flag's gone up? Or has he misseen miss that? What point did the flag go up? Did it go up because he thought. Right, he's interfering with play at the first point, or that he was.
3: Well, my interpretation in, in is that he classed it as a forward pass, right, so even though sure. it was actually a shot.
0: Not yeah. sure if the flag went up to signify he thought actually no, he's interfering it's just, with play it, because it does to run me, towards the ball, it does run towards the ball. No, but I don't, I, I don't even think inferring. it was that.
3: The reason I w- would have given it is because obviously a backwards pass doesn't count. Yeah. And it came back off the post afterwards. He was behind him when he yeah. played the ball, yeah?
2: no, I, I, um, I felt, watching it, I felt a bit uncomfortable. I completely agree. I, I, I think it was a legit goal. And, and yeah. I felt a bit uncomfortable because it reminded me a lot of our goal in the cup final last year against Chelsea when Ramsey sort of went, went to run for the ball and then stopped and Sanchez scored <laughs> and everyone was saying, oh, he's interfering. And that's, that, mm. in the moment, that was what I was thinking of. I was like, well, if this mm. is disallowed, then that should have been... Uh, and vice versa. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But that
3: th- heat at the moment thing for, for, you know, the linesman, oh, yeah. I, I, I just think he's looked and seen two players clear in our area with no one around them and thought, I don't really remember what's happened here. I mean, as in, I don't really remember what's happened in the last two seconds, yeah. but I can see that there are two players there. I think I should be given offside here without. Yeah, he raised the flag in, yeah. too early. wasn't Isn't that the prop Wasn't that the issue that he that he
0: saw?
1: as you say? Yeah, I think he. Th- I think he gave it because he thought Mane was interfering, and therefore Mane was
0: in an offside yeah. position. Just probably wasn't in, interfering, uh, but hey. Oh, good luck. Yeah, we'll take Let's it. Let's not knock we've, we've, we've had a bit of bad luck. In the I thought the, week, most, the thing Alan would be most excited about in the last week at Arsenal would be Carl Jenkinson's return to, to first-team <laughs> right, football. I'm surprised course. we've done half an hour nearly <laughs> and you've not mentioned it.
3: I've tweeted about, about him today. I can't go one day without tweeting about Was him. Was it
2: you that tweeted the video of his performance in, in Munich?
3: No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be that cruel.
2: Someone, someone, no, someone's put a little video montage of him against Bayern that time we won 2-0. Few oh, well. years ago, and it's amazing. It's amazing. It's like the best. it's the best video reel you could see of a, of a defend, defensive performance in yeah. Munich. And I was watching game That is mental.
1: He has had a couple of good. He's games. He's had a few yeah. great games.
3: Yeah. I, I. I mean, obviously, I saw him under Sam Allardyce because uh, you know my company's sponsorship of West Ham. And and actually, under Sam Allardyce, he had a decent season. Um, that was the season that the the on the other side, uh, Aaron Cresswell, actually won Hammer of the Year because they were both. Both told to do a specific thing, and they both managed to do it with their athleticism and um, just listening to that instruction. But no, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of him at all. But he he actually played in one of the first Billich games. And had the worst game I've ever seen for oh, a yeah, defender yeah, in the yeah, Premier so League that, uh, yeah. against Bournemouth. <laughs> I think he gave away three goals. <laughs> and then the fourth goal. Only No, the fourth goal was him actually uh, making a challenge where he got sent off and then they scored from that free kick. So it was at fault for all four goals. <laughs> but I coach a team that scored five own goals yesterday, so I cannot oh, talk. Okay. How, five old, five how old goals. are the players in that team? Under 14. No, well, I mean, yeah. Absolute <laughs> <take> freak <laughs> game. We scored five goals for That's the Carl opposition and won at 11 7 but it wow. feels like we lost five own goals absolute free own nice. goals so nice. those uh, kind of things can happen yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> suspected dodgy betting on that sort of activity on well, the 14 level they're only young level. but
3: uh, you know These should days. have a little look next week it, it yeah. was
0: exciting though to advance in the league go oh, to Tottenham yeah definitely Tottenham in
3: the yeah.
1: 100% yeah now we've got the interesting situation of how because we know we're going to be playing Tottenham twice aren't we that's quite close yeah. to the league game as well I wonder what kind of is teams, league game g- first yeah the the league, league, league game first that's good yeah um, but, but I mean, clearly he's playing very strong teams anyway. So he? he's playing like you know. Half. Well, he gave a debut. Yeah, gave a oh, he debut in the. Debut back two. To, uh... How does how does how one do you pronounce? You pronounce it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Plegozelo Plegozelo. Plegose- 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 Plegose-
0: Plegose- yeah, I think that's a good effort. I mean, he's been at the club five years. He had a sort of loan in Spain playing Segunda B, but this is the uh, first time he's uh, appeared for Arsenal. But that, nowhere, was probably, mm. I mean, we'll that was probably. I mean, it's an interesting one because you got. I'm, I think I mentioned it in these in the notes I prepared people think of like Inketia and I think we've been expecting mm. to see him, you know, in a you know in some of these, either Europa mm. League or, and it's not happening he just sat on the bench the other night yeah. on a, an environment where he thought, well, mm. we've got probably the easiest draw we could have got in in the Carabao Cup. If there's a game to give him one, then give him a game, but yeah, he refused I think, to um,
2: it. it make, it's starting to make a little bit more sense now I and mean, if you think back to the end of the transfer window and um, Chambers going out on loan and, and Rhys Nelson going out on loan and people questioning, I think it's because we've be- become so used to seeing those players play all the games apart from mm. Europe and, and the Premier League but it appears that Emery he rotates well and he wants to yeah. win he wants to win these cups and he's got mm. the history of winning these cups we've seen him do it every club he's been at so it, it's a it's a positive I think if he can keep them fit and not knacker them out I don't does mind.
3: He, does he do that and again this isn't a sweeping conclusion just because you know we're, we're sort of 14-15 games into the season Um, But does he do that to ensure that there's competition for places? Because you can actually move up from being in the EFL Cup squad to playing in the Premier League, like we've actually seen in the first few weeks. Mm. And if he ensures that everyone in the squad knows that and that there is competition, surely you end up getting the best of everything there, rather than actually... And again, I hate to say it, but Wenger sort of almost defined his uh, Europa League and EFL Cup squad very early on and it didn't seem that he wanted to mix between the two, unless there were injuries and suspensions. Here, it's a bit of a meritocracy, and yeah, all the better agree. for yeah, it.
0: Not, I mean, there's no chance we'd have seen like Aubameyang coming on for the last 15 minutes no. this time last year, and that has to give like you know more encouragement to you know all those people involved course, in the absolutely. League Cup. And also, it means if you are in danger of the game becoming a little bit. You know, tense, or mm. you you know, we did have a tense sort of fifteen, twenty minutes of that yeah, game. So you've red. got you've got some weapons on on your yeah. bench, but to have a third home draw in a row in the cup, that's you know, pretty yeah, fortunate. Very, very fortunate, and a great chance to make a semi final, mm. and then you know, again, one oh, yeah. step away, two steps away from Wembley. But, I'm getting quite excited, and look, also, you know, bit, you know, you talked about the atmosphere on a midweek, you know, not quite a midweek night, but a five thirty mm. kickoff to so have Tottenham come for an oh, yeah. evening game. You know, we're not used to that. They're usually Saturday or Sunday mm. lunchtime, so it'd be great fun and I'm sure that will be a full I did see a bit of discussion about the ticket pricing. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's been resolved yet. Not uh, sure. I
3: just I just noticed a couple of people with close links to the club said Darren that Darren
0: Arsenal had mentioned yeah. that Tottenham had rejected the idea yeah. of a £10, Initial £20, chats £20 with Tottenham structure. they've said that they don't but then I saw someone go back to Darren from the Tottenham Supporters Trust saying that wasn't the case and um you know that was that was incorrect, and they've just asked for their ten percent allocation. And that's what they're still working oh, on. Right? So. It's just as well. well let's as hope so. Job. Yeah, because well, it $10 should be. be. I've got a little
3: bit of insight from Tottenham last week, because I did actually go to the West Ham Tottenham game in in the, the previous round. Yep. Um, everyone thought that Tottenham would rest players just because obviously they had a massive game on Monday night. Um, I think they cope with it well. They, they had uh, Son and Lorente up front, and. Um, I mean, I thought, and I wasn't being biased on the night, but I thought they got a bit lucky with the two goals that they scored. It was almost like West Ham just made these defensive errors that actually turned into about the best pass you could make to play a striker in, and that was Son, who's you know incredibly quick and a good finisher. Mm. So I think it was slightly more balanced than than the, the score line you're seeing a three-one, and I think they're there for the taking if we if we play a reasonably strong strong team. Yeah, no.
2: it does feel it does feel a bit. Like Spurs have an awful lot more to lose yeah. all, of, all of a sudden than they did they even, got even the depth two or three months ago. They've not got the depth. This is it. And, I mean, do you remember? I remember that summer when we only signed Czech? and yeah. we were absolutely ripped to pieces by anyone and everyone who, who knows anything about football. And even six months later, well, that's what you get if you only sign. You don't sign any mm. outfield players. You only sign a keeper. Spurs didn't sign anybody after a summer where basically their whole squad played a World Cup. And got quite far in it, mm. and it's just it's incredible. And they're now in a position that, where they, they're so in debt with their stadium, they arguably can't afford to buy anyone mm. that good in January either. I mean, it'd be interesting. Well, to they're see basically really
1: replicating huge, right? what what we did yeah.
3: five years ago. Although, wasn't <laughs> right, it, wasn't yeah. the year you mentioned when we went there and beat them two nil with two Flamini goals? Yeah, the so they're they They're above, they're above they us are. right now in the league. Still. I mean, obviously we've just played yeah. Liverpool, they been a bit lucky they've the got, weekend. Um, they they got, were got, lucky the weekend. Yeah, I'm happy. I've seen them a couple of times the last few weeks. I'm quite happy quite happy to be playing them Quite have they got Chelsea next week as well Um, I think it's the
2: Manchester derby this weekend uh, because it's one of those things where there's a big game every weekend now which is good the rivals are playing each other Yeah, yeah. um, and we've already played the three teams above us apart from Spurs yeah
3: they must be due to play Chelsea too on the it's on the 24th is Tottenham
2: so we've got City playing United and Spurs playing Chelsea so there's an opportunity if we can beat Wolves and Bournemouth yeah yeah, it'll be it'll be quite a rosy position. Yeah. Tottenham
0: well, could let's... be out of Champions League contention by the end of tomorrow Oh that. then we'll get drawn <laughs> against him in
2: the Europa League. Yeah, yeah, we could have a and season win, of playing
0: Spurs relentlessly. If we win on Thursday, we're through in the Europa League, aren't we? Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah.
1: So you'd be there on Thursday night, boys. I'm gonna be on Thursday night, yeah, yeah. I'm looking Absolutely. forward to it. Yeah. Nice fish supper
0: first, apparently. Fish supper. Yeah. yeah. Fish yeah. and chips or just fish?
1: I think it's mainly fish. I think it's, it's like quite a swanky <laughs> fish restaurant one of our gang has booked nice. for us, just saying. Yeah, and
3: That's Sunday important. as well it's very nice Sunday
2: as well yeah, yeah
1: there's
3: yeah. a lot Three of home home games in, a, in a, four yeah. in a
2: row is it four it's, in a row
3: it's pretty incredible eight it, it? o'clock kickoff, so you can have an extra little yeah, glass thank god. of wine yeah <laughs> thank god exactly thank god it's not that six o'clock kickoff. off I'd be furious
1: <laughs> talking of which it's time for predictions um, Nadine we predict we give um, completely pointless predictions of the score in every, every, at the end of every podcast lovely. as I'm sure you're aware um, so Lisbon Thursday what's going to happen do you think
2: um, I I think both games will be 3-1 to Arsenal. Oh,
1: I love it. uh, Bold early prediction. Honestly,
2: I I can't tell you how many times in the last few years we have won 3-1 at the Emirates. Really? And every time I say that to people, they go, really, have we? And then you go back and you look through the results (laughs) and you see 3-1 is, apart from, like... uh, Win by one goal, mm. it's 3 1. Right. And I just, I love it. So I'm going to go okay. with 3 1 because I'm in a good mood at the moment. I okay, have
3: a little look at that for the betting stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And i yeah. was quite excited about that. Lots like yeah, of good A yeah, lot start, of 3 1s. Yeah. Like be yeah. about 16 to 1 most games. I, I think games, it's so. just like, <laughs> Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, We're all going to go on 3 worth, 1. I'm betting on <laughs> yeah. 3 1. We're worth now. a 5 at every yeah. home game. Okay. Um, Lisbon game, I think we'll win 2 0. I think we'll keep clean sheet. Wolves game, I'm going to go 2 2. I, 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 Ooh. I think there's another little blip in the road here. Mm, um, a blip in the road. Yeah, I, th- I think a bump in the road. <laughs> yeah, a blip in the road is that? Is that a phrase? <laughs> Definitely not. I've just made it up. Yeah. But <clears throat> I just think, I just think there'll just be a little bit of a reality check. I'm not saying it's all doom and gloom. I'm just mm, saying okay. that they might be the kind of team that play the kind of way that and might take advantage of those kind of chances. We've been gifting Mm. teams of that level when we've been favourites for matches. And I I think that they might get two on the night, and I just don't think we'll manage to get three. So 2-2 in that game.
0: I went to the Lisbon away game and was amazed at at how poor I thought Lisbon were, considering that at home only Barcelona had beaten them in the last year. So you've got to think at home advantage, I'll be exactly with Al on on the 2-0 win. As for Wolves, I, I also largely agree with that. I'm, I'm convinced Wolves will get at least a goal, probably a couple of goals. Um, you know, they've got great attacking players. And look, they've got, you know, Portugal's you know, number one. They've got a very, very solid keeper. It was unusual to see them, but bit uncharacteristic to see the way they sort of had that first half against Spurs. Sloppy, yeah. I'm going to go 3-2. I think Arsenal just, just edge it... Um, so, yeah, Hope I think right. hopefully a good week ahead, boys.
1: Mm. What do you think? I was going to say 3-2. No, I can't. Uh, you, of course can't, you can, boys. No. It's not like you
0: keep a record of this
1: anyway. I keep it meticulous. <laughs> I've got a wall chart. I've got a spreadsheet. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say 3-0. <laughs> Has anyone said that yet? No.
0: Against Lisbon or Wolves? 3 nil against Lisbon.
1: Yeah. Sorry. And then against Wolves, I'm going to say 2-1. 2-1. 2-1,
0: yeah. 2-1 one and some lovely fish.
1: Lovely yeah. fish. That's before, that's pre... Uh, Pre-Lisbon. Pre-Lisbon, yeah. Just to make it clear, <laughs> just for clarity's sake. If your fish is that good, Basically, you might have Dermot, it ahead
0: of uh, Wolves as well. Let's
1: book the fish restaurant, so it's all Sounds down to him. And, and obviously the, the, um, the Saturday game is, you know, clashes with... we're playing on Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday, 4.30. Oh, 4:30. oh yeah. you know, clashes with his live... It's got, he's doing X-Factor every week live now on Saturday and Sunday, it's, it's hard. Selfish. Yeah. Anyway, on that a gratuitous note... Thank you very much. Nadim. great to
0: you here. Thanks yeah. for coming. Excellent, for what Are you, are you uh, performing it. in something at the moment? Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, um, I'm
2: about to... I am, but I'm about to go abroad. I'm going to uh, Oslo for a couple of weeks to do um, some, like, big orchestral concerts of Leonard Bernstein stuff. So, like, West Side Story on the town, that.
1: So, you sing. You're singing. You're the singer at these concerts. One of four. One of four. Okay,
2: backed by a lavish, huge orchestra. It's pretty cool. You get a tux on, and it's, you know... It's nice. And then, you know, the flip side is doing a play under a railway arch for 290 quid a week.
1: Well, okay.
2: So it's a world of ups and downs, but it's uh, yeah. it's good fun. Brilliant. Being being a professional singer, when you're at football, do you feel under pressure to start songs? <gasps> uh, I feel I feel like I can think of two or three occasions where I've actually not been able to go to work. I mean, no one will be listening to this who is in my profession, so that's great. But there was you a You never game. know, Luke Kempner. Luke Kempner will be, he'll yeah. like this. The, the first season at the Emirates, we went one nil down to West Ham and Jens Lehmann got, Jens Lehmann did a, a calamity. Uh, it was oh, right yeah. at the beginning of the season, Darren, um, not, what was his name? Bobby Zamora scored. Oh, I remember West this yeah. Yeah. now. You and, say then we now won, and then we came back and I screamed so loudly that I had to miss the dress rehearsal of oh my, my show God. the next day. And so since then, valuable lesson. I've been like, Do you know what? I'm just going to be one of those fans who just sits here and watches a game.
1: Hmm.
2: Wow. But I, I clap yeah. a lot.
1: Yeah, you've got, you've got to keep your voice for that Lozella Bernstein yeah, songs, definitely. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad you've even well, taken the time to speak yeah. for 45, 50 right. minutes on this very podcast. Uh, uh, thanks I, to Alan. I've loved it. Thanks to Alan, as ever. Thanks. Yes, Bromley Boys is out on DVD, oh, yeah, I should Alan, say. I, should, Alan's also an actor. <laughs> he is in has a, has a starring role in the film Bromley Boys, Alan, with Alan Davis. <laughs> That's correct. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's out on DVD. they it's getting send fantastic me, reviews. They still haven't sent me a bloody copy of it. I mean, see, yeah. that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I had you at the
3: top of the list. I know. Right, um, I'm going to no check it. strongly, a strongly, strongly, strongly worthy email. Use my coming. job to review DVDs and films. Yeah, and play with a Legend Probably. could also promote it as well. I'm
1: sure. How oh, we get promoted? There you go. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, and we'll be back next week. Thanks, bye. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts visit playbackmedia.co.uk Footballistic the Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes.
0: Sports Social
2: Podcast Network.